O oh, writer of fortunes, graciously write on my heart love for the Master. This is the Bhajan Likanavalya to Hoke on page 29. In my hands write the service of the Guru. Write the sacrifice of my body and mind for the Guru. On my tongue write the name of the Guru. For my ears write the voice of the sound current. On my forehead write the light of the Guru. For my eyes write the darshan of my Guru. Don't write one thing, separation from the Guru. It doesn't matter if separation from the whole world is written. O oh, writer of fortunes, graciously write on my heart, love for the Master. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 29. <laughs> Mere hirde viche gurada piara lika de Lika navalia tu hoke De ala lika de Mere hirde viche gurada Piara lika da de Hata vicha lika de Seva guru jidi Hata vicha lika de Seva guru jidi Meratana mana guru ute Varalika de Mere hiradeviche gurada Piaralika de Likanavalia tu hoke De alalika de Mere hiradevicha gurada piara lika de jiba telika de nama guru jida jiba telika de nama guru jida Mere kana viche gura di avazalika de Mere hirde viche gura da piara lika de Likanavalia tu hoke De alalika de Mere hiradeviche gurada Piaralika de Mate telika de Jota guru jidi 
Mate telika day Jota guru jidi Mere anka viche guru da Didaralika day Mere hira deviche gura da Piara lika day Lika navalia tu okay Te ala lika day Mere hira deviche gura da Pyaralika day Ikanaliki mere Satguru davichora Ikanaliki mere Satguru davichora Bave chuta jai sara Sansara dika day Mere hira devi che gura da Piyara lika day Lika navalia tu okay Deala lika day Mere hira devi che gura da Piyara lika day Lika navalia tu okay Deala lika day Mere hira deviche gura da Piyara lika day O writer of fortunes, <coughs> graciously write on my heart, love for the master. Next bhajan is on page 43. Satguru Satche Mere Data. <coughs> oh, my true Satguru, the giver, we have come to your door. We have come to your door. We have come to your door. We have been separated from you for many births and are suffering the fruits of karmas. Cut the fetters of birth after birth. We have been so confused. We have become the beggars at your door. O oh, Satguruji, have grace and mercy. Cause the rain of Nam to flow. The plants have withered. May the stream of nectarful nam flow, spread the coolness in the heated hearts. Put the arms of nam in the joli, becoming beggars we have come. The servant Ajayb makes this request. O Kripal Guruji, save my honor. O Satguru, give me your boon. We have come to your shelter. O oh, my true Satguru, the giver, we have come to your door. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 43.
सतगुरु साचे मेरे दाता दर तेरे ते आ गए सतगुरु साचे मेरे दाता दर तेरे ते आ गए दर तेरे ते आ गए दर तेरे ते साचे मेरे दाता दर तेरे ते आ गए सतगुरु साचे मेरे दाता दर तेरे ते आ गए ते तो विचरे कर जन माते
True Satguru, the giver, we have come to your door. A reminder, three weeks from now, there will be a meditation retreat in celebration of Santa Jab Singh's life here at Sant Bani Ashram. The retreat will begin with the Sunday satsang on July 6th and continue through Friday, July 11th. Initiates are welcome to attend any of the meditation sittings. Schedules of satsang and meditation times are available at the book table in the big house. Local initiates who plan to participate and who will eat meals at the ashram I requested to please use the sign-up sheet at the book table to indicate for which meals they expect to be here. Everyone is welcome for whatever portion of the program they can participate in. We just need some idea of how many deers to plan for. Guests coming a distance and needing overnight accommodations are asked to please let the ashram know as soon as possible. So today I want to begin reading where Susan left off in the marvelous new book, In Search of the Gracious One. Uh, we're reading from the section at the feet of Baba Sawan Singh, the chapter Some Dear Ones of Sawan. And Sanchi says, <coughs> When I visited the Dera of Master Sawan Singh, I got to know some dear ones 
who were very devoted to Master Sawan Singh. There was one initiate of Master Sawan Singh whose name was Mahatma Chatterdas, <coughs> who came from an area called Jana Valley that is now in Pakistan. Chatterdas had left his family and gone into the jungle. He had done all the rites and rituals and had even performed the austerities. He had grown his hair long and he had even tried covering his body with ashes, but he did not find God by doing any of those things. Then he was told by someone, God Almighty, for whom you are searching outside and doing all these things, you cannot find him like that since he is within you. He was told that Baba Sawan Singh was the only one present in the world at that time who could show him the beautiful one in his within. He came to the feet of Master Sawan Singh and became a very devoted initiate who manifested him in his within. In the same way in the city of Ujjain there used to live a holy man whose name was Hanuman and he had a brother who was called Japuti. Both of them went to Rishikesh, which is another holy place, in search of God. Hanuman had performed the austerities for 12 years, but he didn't receive anything from doing that. Finally, he learned about Baba Sawan Singh, and he and his brother went to Baba Sawan Singh. After they came to the door of Master Sawan Singh, they did not leave it. They remained there for the rest of their lives. When I first met Baba Sawan Singh and he learned that I had performed austerities and that in search of God I had left my home and wandered here and there, he introduced me to Hanuman because he had done the same thing. Gamblers are in contact with gamblers. Drunkards are in contact with drunkards because they think alike and their thoughts are similar. That is why they are always in contact with each other and they like to be with each other. In the same way, those who have done the rites and rituals, those who have done the austerities, those who have gone to the places of pilgrimage, those who have done all these outer things, they always like to be with and share with the people who have done the same thing. Whatever rites, rituals, and religious deeds those two Mahatmas had performed, and whatever hunger and thirst they had suffered in their lives, I had done the same things and had experienced the same things. That is why we became very close, and I had much contact with them since they had done all the same things that I had done. These people did not have any house or room in the ashram of Master Sawan Singh. On the bank of the river they had dug out some cave-like places and they lived there. Whenever I went to see Master Sawan Singh, I would spend many days with those people. Mahatma Chatterdas, whom I mentioned before, was also a very famous poet of the Urdu language. Very often he would recite a particular couplet in front of Master Sawan Singh, which would say, Many people leave their homes, they go into the jungle to search for God Almighty. They do not realize him there because they are doing that following their minds. Beloved Lord is within us in the form of Shabad 
and we can have his darshan only after going within. He would also say, he is the disciple, he is the true lover, who understands himself as the dead one when he does not have the glimpse of the master. That breath in which the beloved is not seen, that breath is full of suffering. Master Sawin Singh often used to give opportunities to such poets to come up and sing their poetry in front of the people. So on one occasion, Mahatma Chatterdas recited his poetry in which he said, you are our very old friend, and now we have recognized you, and now we have embraced you. He went on saying things like that. It was very pleasing to Master Sawin Singh, and he was smiling and laughing. When Chatterdas was through, Master Sawan invited another poet up who had only one eye. He was one-eyed, but usually he would wear dark glasses so that no one would know that he had only one eye. But on that day, he removed his glasses. When Master Sawan Singh looked at him, he asked, what happened to your other eye? That poet replied, well, Master, always in the satsang, you say that we should become one-eyed that we should close our two eyes and open one single eye in the within. So now this is only one eye. Since you said to make one eye, that is why I made one eye. Hearing all this, Master Sawan Singh and everyone in the Sangha laughed very much. How could those people who were sitting there control their laughter after hearing such a humorous thing? Even now, whenever I remember that incident, whether I am alone or even if I am traveling in a train, I cannot control my laughter. And Chatterdas uh, actually, uh, some of his uh, hymns are, are quoted often by the masters, uh, especially one famous one, about uh, how all the uh, birds had a convocation and decided, um, with, uh, the owls had a convocation and decided, decreed that there was no such thing as the sun because they had never seen it. And um, etc. Quoted a number of times, different places. I can't remember it offhand exactly. But uh, that is from Chatterdas. And it ends, this is a strange court, O Chatterdas, unlike the three worlds. Um, interesting guy. All right, today, uh, actually, while I'm here this month, I want to uh, examine some of the writings of um, the Masters particularly on the subject of their not being around much anymore. Um, farewell talks, whatever, both from Kripal and from Sanchi. And um, I want, today I want to start with what is a strange, perhaps, farewell talk, because it was given by Master Kripal long before he left us. But it is one of my favorite writings of his, or speakings of his. Um, I've, I've reread it thousands of times and heard it on tape also many, many, many times. 
it's not really a whole talk in itself, it is the conclusion of the talk, How I Met My Master, which he gave at Mr. Connor's house back in January 1964. And I was present, Donna was also present there, I believe, that day, and Jim Bax was present that day, I believe, and um, maybe some other people who were here, who are here now, were there too. Um, if David Wiggins is here, he was definitely there. Its master has already given a long talk, autobiographical uh, in part, about his meeting with Master Sawan Singh and his um, and things connected with that. And then he finished, and Taiji sang a song. It's one of Master's bhajans. But I wrote about it. Bibi Hardevi Taiji sings one of Master's songs, an exquisitely beautiful prayer. The following is Master's description of the contents of the prayer and his discourse on it. But as you will see, he develops, he takes this in some very strange places. And um, including very lengthy quotes from the farewell discourses of Jesus in the Gospel of John, which is, especially since I heard this talk, is one of my favorite parts of scripture. And I have reread the entire farewell discourses many times, mainly because of Master's um, use of it here. And I, I cannot say, and I do not say, that I understand everything about it. But I've certainly had many thoughts. Um, I would point out that Master is quoting from memory when he talks about, whenever he says what Jesus said, he, is, he had no notes in front of him, and he was quoting perfectly the King James Version of the Gospel of John. He had obviously memorized those parts, which struck me as extremely significant. So he says, this is right after the bhajan was sung, and he is explaining what was in it. When we take the first step of joining any religion, we go to churches and to the holy places of worship, where the ministers of those churches tell us to repeat the scriptures from day to day. They give us the same story. There is God, there is Son of God. You can meet him through the Son of Man. God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. These teachings are only meant to develop love and devotion within us to know God. By hearing them, a strong desire to know God is developed. And then those who by reading scriptures and hearing daily lectures have gained that strong desire in them to see God say, Oh, ministers, stop all the reading of these scriptures to me now. Tell me how to see him. The wish to know God has been developed in me. That's an earnest desire. I don't like your preachings anymore. Now tell me how to know God, how to see God. All through life we've been hearing these long yarns. God is there. God is within you. You have joined this religion. Remain in this religion. Oh, minister, what are you doing? 
You are keeping your you are after keeping your formations intact. No one should leave them. And I am after finding God. Religions have to do with my body. If he is within me and beyond all senses, then tell me how to know him, how to see him. That's the earnest desire of any lover of God. And then a question, actually Leon Ponset from Denver, Colorado raised this question. Maharaji, but when you ask a minister how to find God, his normal answer would be, if you read the scriptures and if you live right, after you die, then Christ will show you the kingdom of God. And Master says, that's all right. Religions only promise experience of God after death, not in life. But mysticism promises it in life and masters, never after death. If you want to live on credit, it is your own choice. For everything in the world, you want cash. If in the case of this life and death problem, you would like to wait till after death, it is up to you. Then the natural question arises, if you are yearning and pining to see God so much, why don't you die in that separation? You have perhaps heard about Lord Rama. His wife Sita was abducted by a king named Ravana. She was under his arrest for many years. Lord Rama first wanted to find a clue whether Sita was there or not. Hanuman, the monkey king, went there and found that she was there. When he came back, he brought the clue to Lord Rama, Sita is there alive. Then Rama asked him, why did she not die? She said that if she were separated from me, she would die. Why is she alive? You see, strong yearning means that. A fish cannot live without water. People say this, but really it's not so. Then what did he reply? The soul of Sita left the body, but is waiting in the eyes. Why? Because if the angel of death comes, he will not find her in the body, but she's waiting in the eyes to see you. So strong a yearning is the natural feat of love. All masters, whenever they come, said the same thing. The tenth guru of the six said, Hear ye all, I tell you the truth. Irrespective of whether you belong to one religion or the other, that makes no difference. Through love alone you can know God. All others also said the same thing. Those who do not know love cannot know God. Christ said, If you love me, keep my commandments. What did he say? I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you again. If two men, four men, love the same man, that is a point for consideration. True love is where there is no question of competition. When there are two lovers of the same master, they compete. One says, I should be in front. 
and the other says, I should be in front. But love knows no duality, no competition, no anger, and no coming to the front. Just judge your love for the Master. Why does all this conflict remain among the followers? Because they have not got real love, I tell you. If they have got real love, love knows no competition. Each one will be happy the more he can put his shoulders to the wheel for the same cause. Christ said further, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace will remain with you forever. So as I told you, love knows no competition. When two followers of the same master do not agree, one says, I am in the forefront, and the other says, I am in the forefront. What is the result? To me, apparently, such a follower has no love for the master, true love. He has love for the master for selfish motives. He wants to come near to him, to the forefront of him. So love is the remedy for all things. Love and all things shall be added unto you. That's the pity. We don't love. And then Christ said, As the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. He loved his Master, his God. He said, I give you a new commandment. Love one another. There we are wanting, I tell you. I have been pressing this point very much ever since I've come. This is the only remedy for all our ills. If one man goes ahead, it is his grace. In the beginning, I used to put in more time. I was transferred to Rawalpindi. The first day I was there, everybody knew it. A follower of the master, they were saying this and that thing. That even came to be known to Bibi Hardevi, who is sitting here. She never knew me before that. People said, well, he's here. He's a very great follower of the Master. She said, what greatness lies in him? He puts in six hours a day in meditation. He said, all right, if he puts that in, then I'll put in six, seven hours, and then I'll meet him. Such like competition is good. You see, we want to eclipse others. We want to eclipse others by placing ourselves in the front. So she did not come to see me, I tell you. And Master was laughing quite extensively through this whole section for months on end. When she put in six or seven hours a day, then she, along with her husband, came to see me. And only when? When my son died. I was quite jolly, and the doctor came in the night. He gave my son this and that thing. I told him, all right, give him whatever you wish. He has to go. Let him finish his give and take. At about midnight, he took the breath of death. 
He had a long period of vomiting and became cold. I had sent for the doctor, and when he came, he said, I'll give him some medicine and he'll be all right. But in the morning, my son was quite ready to go. The doctor said, oh, he now looks better all of a sudden. I said, wait outside, he's just going. So I looked at him and he passed away. At that time, everyone came to see me. I'm relating this to show how this family, Taiji and her husband, came in contact with me. She and her husband also met me and they were wonderstruck. Your son has died and you're quite jolly. It's not usual not to worry and to be like that. A lot of people came to visit and they said somebody in the Sikh temple had said, here's a true Sikh coming up. He's a credit to our religion. And her husband heard about it and thought, he must be a follower of my master. He never knew me before. He went and inquired about it and it was so. He told them, look here, he's my brother who has been going and sitting at the feet of my master. So they came to pay me their condolences and they were wonderstruck. What did I do? I gave them tea and this and that thing. So such like competition is good. Now what one man does, others reflect on it. Put your shoulders to the wheel. The more one progresses, the better. Why are there all these conflicts? Because we do not love the master, truly speaking. If anybody has become the beloved of the master, it's good. You should also become the beloved. See how the other one has become the beloved. Why does the master love him? There must be a reason for it. Such like love knows no competition, no saying why has the other man gone forward. Quietly and unknowingly they are going on doing it. They won't show what they are doing. They'll go on and let others see for themselves. These are the things that are required. Christ said, Love one another as I loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man may lay down his life, love knows service and sacrifice, for his friends. What did Christ say, do you know? Ye are my friends. He did not want to make us slaves. Masters never make you a slave. The beauty of our master was that he addressed us very respectfully, very lovingly. A master never makes slaves of you. He makes you friends. And why? If you do whatsoever I command you, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what the Lord doeth, but I have called you my friends. For all things I have known of my Father, I have made known to you. Do you follow? There are some so-called masters, I tell you, who treat others like they're slaves, bought slaves. They make the best use of them. And I tell you, master's conditions are very strong. Anyone who wants to take the service of his other disciple mates without the permission of the master, master turns away his face from him. We consider it jolly. 
Oh, everybody now loves me. He serves me. He gives me sacrifices. He gives me so many boons and donations. We shouldn't. Whenever you have to compare, make the comparison that if one man does more, you will do still more. If he does, say, four hours of meditation, you put in five hours. That's a good competition, is it not? But that we do not do. That is a pity. And this is the basic cause of all conflicts, of all differences of opinion. Formations are made when we are wanting in love, I tell you honestly. And somebody says, Maharaji, why don't you interpret the song that Madam Hardevi sang? And Master says, I gave you the gist of that. It went, they cry, O oh, minister, you have been repeating all the scriptures to me for ages. Now tell me how to find him, where to find him. Yes, where to find him, how to find him. I know I have to find him, but I do not know where and how. Religions all tell us that, but they do not tell us where to find him and how to find him. Those who are ministers are after keeping their religions intact and letting nobody run away out of them. They say, don't go to hear about any other religion, for if you do, you won't remain a Christian or a Hindu or a Mohammedan. They are after that. And the lovers say, how can I find God? All lovers are one. We are to join the army of God, mind that. But ministers keep you stuck fast in your dungeons, in watertight compartments. You are not to run away from this one, not to attend others. If you hear that, it will be a sin. What are, what are all these things? These appear to be ridiculous, is it not so? That's it. So formations result in stagnation. Religions go on so long as awakened men are there. Among those who are not awakened, they become strongholds. One religion begins to hate the other. And the stagnation takes this form. In this way only you are acceptable to God. But we have to see with what love you perform one ritual or the other. That love counts, not the ritual or how you perform it. And naturally, stagnation results in deterioration. That's the cause of all these conflicts. They are spending thousands and millions of dollars for the upkeep of their own formations. They have been ready to kill hundreds and thousands of men for this sake in religious wars but they would not like to serve those hungry gods moving on earth. I am giving you only a common sense talk. And Mr. Kana commented at this point, there will be no interviews this evening. Master has been giving out since after nine this morning. Master says, no interviews? You want any more interviews after 10.15? Which is what time it was at this point. Well, if there is anybody, he's welcome. I have no objection whatsoever. Who are they? Yes, they're welcome. All right, let them make the best use of me. And that was the conclusion of that particular talk. And I, you know, the, the combination of the of the two points 
the two trajectories, you might say, the two directions that Master gets into there of, um, on the one hand, the very powerful quotations from the Gospel of John uh, regarding the coming of the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, and what he expected of his followers as they were, as he was leaving. On the other hand, the um, the competition, the meditation competition between Master and Taiji, uh, which of course Taiji was sitting right there at the time. She was sitting on the floor while Master was giving this talk, and there was a great deal of humorous, laughing interaction between them as Master was telling all this. Um, two things, he weaves them in and I don't pretend that I fully understand everything he was getting at by doing this, but the more I think about it, the more clear it seems to me that among other things, he is talking about um, breaking away from things that are comfortable for us and seeing what else is there, including our assumptions and our preconceptions about how things are supposed to go. And that is one thing that the, the various strands of the stories have in common. I mean, even in the question of the death of his son, Master did not react according to people's preconceptions and assumptions about how you're supposed to act when someone dies, especially someone as close to you as your own child. And uh, which is not to say when people lose children, uh, or for that matter lose husbands or wives or parents or anyone who is dearly beloved to them, naturally they feel grief. Master did not feel grief simply because he was able to see beyond the uh, here and now that most of us are stuck in. He knew very well that his son was going, he knew that his time was over, and he knew that he would be able to keep in touch with him in the inner planes. So he had no reason to be grieving. Most of us can't do that, and as long as we can't do that, it is very honest and natural for us to grieve, to give expression to our grief. But the fact that Master did not react the way most people do was very, was a very significant thing. And of course, Taiji's reaction about not going to meet him until she had put in as much time in meditation as he did is also a very unusual uh, shaking, you could say, of an assumption or preconception. Um, but the the you know the words of Christ that Master quotes so beautifully, and when you hear it on the tape, um, the especially if you hear it off the CDs that were made a few years ago of these particular talks, uh, you know the, the the inflections of his voice as he quotes the words of Christ, I always found absolutely beautiful, you know, breathtakingly beautiful, in fact. And he talks about, again, the disciples' preconceptions and assumptions are about to be shattered. Because, um, you know, when, it come right, when you come right down to it, if you read the Gospels with a, any kind of a 
open mind or a, a, an attempt to get back into where the disciples were at while these things are happening. The disciples, after all, thought and uh, they believed that Jesus was the Messiah. And the Messiah was supposed to do certain things, uh, including uh, becoming king, king of Israel, and eventually, via that, uh, king of the whole world. This is what was expected. There were prophecies that pointed to that. Jesus did not deny that he was the Messiah. And when, uh, so if what the disciples believed in at this point, if you ask them or if you know you analyzed what their belief in Jesus was, it basically came down to this, he's going to be king. And uh, it's going to happen, and many of them thought it was going to happen right there in Jerusalem at that time. Even after the death and resurrection, according to the book of the Acts of the Apostles, at the when Jesus is, took his disciples out into the countryside when he ascended into heaven, he said to them, well, they said to him, excuse me, uh, Lord, is it now the time for the kingdom to be restored to Israel? They were still expecting that. And Jesus said, no, basically, in few words, and he left them. Um, so that the basic assumption of all, the the whole, the core, the whole thing that belief in the Messiahship amounted to was shattered beyond repair by the events. I mean, the last thing that anybody thought was going to happen to the Messiah was that he was going to be arrested, tortured, mistreated, capitally punished by the Roman state, and uh, treated as, you know, contemptuously and as, um, well, as contemptuously as possible. Uh, that was exactly the opposite of what everyone expected. And I, Jesus is preparing them for this, both here and in other places in the New Testament also. But here he is pointing out that they're not going to lose by his leaving. And that um, he is going to send them the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, who will be the, with them. And I, this is, you know, this has become a matter of Christian theology, but it is really a matter of, we could say, divine psychology, okay, in which the Master here, Jesus, is promising his disciples that he will be with them in the form of the Holy Spirit, whom he calls the Comforter. Now, actually, the word that is translated comforter parakletos in Greek, sometimes uh, transliterated into English as paraclete, um, doesn't mean exactly comforter, although it has that connotation also, and it's really not a bad translation, but its primary meaning is advocate, okay, in the sense of a defense attorney. I, I am going to be with you in the form of this advocate who will be on your side. All right, that's what the Master is promising. Jesus is promising it, and Kripal is promising it by quoting so extensively from what Jesus said. And other things come in, into play too, of course. 
He will be on your side. He will take care of you. He will advocate for you. He will comfort you. But there are also some things that I expect from you. And the first and foremost is that you love one another, that you understand, and this was an important point of both what Jesus said and what Kripal said, that you are my friends. And when he says the master doesn't make us slaves, he makes us friends. This is an extremely profound and significant point, um, which is often misunderstood, I think, even by initiates. Um, we are friends of the master. Now, it is true in one sense of the word we can never, or we are not now at any rate, his equals, because uh, he has achieved that which we want to achieve. But the fact is that from another point of view, we are his equals, because when we look from the top down, the same God that is in the master is also in us. And it is his whole job with us is to awaken that. And it is because that is in there and that we have the potential to become his equals that he can address us that way. And he knows it. We don't know it, but he knows it. He knows what we really are. And he sees his master. This is the way Sancho used to express it a great deal. You know, I see Kripal in each one of you said that many times and he did and because of that he treated us as though we were Kripal whether we always appreciated that or not I don't know but that's what he did anyway and um, Kripal was planning to leave in just a few days time I think about three days after this talk, he left the Western Hemisphere for nine years. And during that time, a great deal happened uh, amongst the Western disciples. The formations and difficulties that Master talks about here happened. Uh, the, the sun got split into two governmental forms, mostly over people being loyal to one person or another. Um, very few people during this period during the first part of this period saw him in India there were a few Judith and I went in, in 1965 uh, there were a few people before that uh, Roussel Jacques and Lucille Gunn were there for long periods of time but the groups that began to go that many of us remember did not begin to go until the very late 60s. I think 69 was the first year that there were numbers of uh, disciples in residence most of the time at Sawan Ashram. And uh, it was just not a thing that people did back then. They were, it was expensive, it was Nobody knew how to really work it in. It was only a few years since airplanes had made it possible to go without losing years out of your life. When Roussel Jacques went, he went by boat. And he'd, it was basically a round-the-world trip that he took, which he spent six months of at Master's Feet in India. Um, 
so that there was a degree of physical separation here. But you know, what Master's saying underlying, and this I think is implicit in all the farewell addresses and all of the things that Master used to say to us when we would leave him physically. Uh, when I was leaving Master Kripal in 1973, he said to me, the last thing he said to me on that trip was, if you let me, I'll go all along with you. If you let me, I'll go all along with you. With great emphasis, he said it, and great love. And the thing is, you know, what the Master gives us, I think this is absolutely essential, and I will probably repeat it many times while I'm here, but what the Master gives us, we never lose. You know, he gives us that which is real, and that which is real can't go anywhere. Every glance of grace that he ever gave us, every smile, every word of encouragement, every word of rebuke, you know, any any notice of us at all that he ever gave us, any chance he gave us of seeing him laughing or moving about or loving other people, any talk that he was allowed us to be present at and listen to, none of those things have gone anywhere. They're all from eternity. And when if something is from eternity, it is eternal. And we have them all. You know, they are there for us. It is not a good thing for us to be wailing that we don't keep on having it like that when he gave us so much. You know, it is like we expect things to be the way they were and the Master has different ways of relating to us. And this is what Jesus was trying to tell, you know, his disciples, that um, separation, because in either whether the Master quotes this or not, I don't remember, but it's there in the talk that if I don't leave you, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Advocate won't come. There is something to be gained from separation, in other words. As Jamal Singh wrote, Sawan Singh, longing for darshan is greater than darshan. Think about that. Longing for darshan is greater than darshan. It's like Master says in this talk, it's the love that rites and rituals are performed with that gives them any value. It's the love that counts. If the love for the Master is there, and we want to see him with all our heart and soul, even if we can't see him, that is what counts. And, you know, it's like the Master knows what we need. He knows what we want. He knows who we are and exactly how far we have to go. And he knows, above all, what we are in essence. And he, is, he gives us accordingly. And what we have, we have. Yeah, and we've never lost it, and we will never lose it. Eternity is in love with the products of time. That's a quote from my favorite poet, William Blake, which Master Kripal used to quote a lot. Eternity is ever in love with the products of time. In our present form, we are the products of time. But the reason eternity is in love with us is because, in essence, we are also eternal. And like reaches out to like. 
that which is real reaches out to that which is real. And that never goes anywhere. That is here. Each one of us has access to that. You know, it's a question of, as Master says, if you let me, I'll go all along with you. Could I prevent him from going all along with me? No. Obviously, he was going to go all along with me anyway. But the thing is, I won't know it unless I open myself up and am aware that he is there. And uh, then I will see, yeah, he's here. He hasn't gone anywhere. He is here. He is within each of us because that's where the kingdom of God is. All right, we will um, go into some of these ideas more while I'm here. And I do want to play the tape. This is the tape that Susan has been playing. Uh, I think we'll finish it today. गोर की महिमा कथन न जाए पार बरम गोर रहसमाए आप कहने लगे गुरु दी मैं माफी बयान नहीं कर सकते थे वो दी मैं माँ वो ही जानता है बाहर तन करके वो साढे विच बैठा है लेकिन वो परमात्मा दे विच समाया हुआ है अंदरों परमात्मा नल जुड़ा है। He says that we cannot describe the glory of the master because he is the only one who knows his own glory and the praise. Out from outside or outwardly, he is in the human form, but within he has he is absorbed and he has become one with God Almighty. God Almighty is manifested within him. गोरे की महिमा कथन न जाए पार बरम गुर रहसमाए गुरु नामे केंद्र पाग हीन गुरु नामे निगट बैठे अनेत पास Who bows down at the holy feet of the master? Only the fortunate ones, those who have very good fate. Come to the master. Guru Nanak Sahib says that the unfortunate ones do not get the master, even if they sit all their life long next to the master. ते बड़े उच्चे पागांधी गाल हम भी है, गुरु कोई हर जीव की ताकत नहीं कि मैं नाम नू प्राप्त कर लाऊं। ये सब कुछ परमात्मा ने आवधे हाथ विच रखे हुए हैं। गुरु दी संभाल दा मैं पहला भी दस्ता हूँ मैं है। एक होन खास वाका हुआ है। मेरे ही पेंड अंदर सोलह पीएस में मारा सावन से में ससंकरण वास्ते गए आवधे पाठियानु पाई पांच से करतार से में उकायन लगे कि भी फलाना आदमी बीमार है तुसी जाओ देखो पला गुरु से बाल कर दा कि नहीं कर दा वो गए उठे उन्होंने सब कुछ और नजारा खाना देखे आके किस तरह आवधे सेव कुदी से बाल कर दा है ऐसा ही वाक्य साढे सोलह पीएस अंदर होया एक प्रेमी मेरे पास पच्चीस छब्बीस साल उन्दा रहा मैं उधर नाम ता नहीं दंडा उन्दा सिगा और कई साला बाद 
ਸੋਪਤ ਨੇ ਅਸਰ ਕੀਤਾ ਉਹਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਅਸਰ ਹੋਇਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਨਾਮਦਾਨ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰਾਂ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਨੇ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਕੋਈ ਬਿਮਾਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀ ਅਚਾਨਕ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਮੋਹ ਭੰਗ ਹੋ ਗਿਆ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀ ਕਿ ਨਾਮ ਮੋਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਰਹਿਣ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਉਹ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਮਿਲਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਆਇਆ ਆਸ਼ਰਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਪਦੇ ਪੋਤਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਮੇਰਾ ਅੰਦਰੋਹੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਪਟਕੀ ਕਿ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਮੈਂ ਅੱਜ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਕਰਿਆ ਵਾਂ ਆਇਆ ਬਾਤਚੀਤ ਹੋਈ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਮੇਰਾ ਨਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਖਿਆਲ ਹੈ ਬਾਹਰੋਂ ਹਟ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਬਾਹਰਲੀ ਯਾਦ ਭੁੱਲ ਗਈ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਅੰਦਰ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਸਾਫ ਦਿਖਾਈ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਅੰਦਰ ਸਾਫ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਉਹ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਦੇਖ ਰਿਹਾ ਹਾਂ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਮੈਂ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਪਰ ਅਫਸੋਸ ਨਾ ਕਹਿਣਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਹੁਣ ਮੇਰੇ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਵਾਲੇ ਹਸਪਤਾਲ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕਾਫੀ ਤੰਗ ਕਰਨਗੇ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਵੀ ਮੈਂ ਹੁਣ ਇਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੀ ਤੇਰੀ ਮਦਦ ਕਰ ਸਕਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੇ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਦੇ ਸਦੱਸੇ ਨੂੰ ਸੱਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਸੰਦੇਸ਼ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਪਰ ਉਹ ਸੰਦੇਸ਼ ਨਾ ਕਰੇ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਸ਼ਾਮ ਨੂੰ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਅਧਰੰਗ ਦਾ ਦੌਰਾ ਪਿਆ ਚੱਕ ਕੇ ਹਸਪਤਾਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਲੈ ਗਏ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਲੜਕਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਅੱਛਾ ਸਰਜਨ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਫੋਨ ਕਰਕੇ ਬੁਲਾ ਲਿਆ ਉਹ ਆਇਆ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਵਾਲਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਬੜੀ ਆਸ ਸੀ ਵੀ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਬੁਲਾ ਲਾਂਗੇ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਉਹ ਚੋਲਾ ਛੱਡ ਗਿਆ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਦੇਖਭਾਲ ਤੇ ਸਾਡੇ ਪਿੰਡ ਦਾ ਗੁਰਦੁਆਰੇ ਦਾ ਭਾਈ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਸ ਨੇ ਉੱਥੇ ਨਜ਼ਾਰਾ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੀ ਆ ਕੇ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਆਤਮਾ ਸਿੰਘ ਤੂੰ ਤਿਆਰ ਹੋ ਜਾ ਆਪਦਾ ਸਮਾਨ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਲੈਣਾ ਲੈ ਲਾ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਸਾਰਾ ਨਜ਼ਾਰਾ ਭਾਈ ਨੇ ਗੁਰਦੁਆਰੇ ਵਾਲੇ ਨੇ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਆ ਪਿਛਲੇ ਐਤਵਾਰ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਕਿਰਿਆ ਕਰਮ ਹੋਈ ਸਾਰੇ ਸਮਾਜ ਦੇ ਲੋਕ ਇਕੱਠੇ ਹੋਏ ਕਈ ਸੌ ਉਥੇ ਕਾਫੀ ਰੋ ਰਹੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਉਹ ਭਾਈ ਨੇ ਇਕਵਾਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਹਾਲਾਂਕਿ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਲੋਕ ਵਿਰੋਧੀ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਆ ਸੰਤ ਮਤ ਦੇ ਪਰ ਜਾਦੂ ਉਹ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮੂੰਹ ਚੜ ਕੇ ਬੋਲੇ ਉਹ ਭਾਈ ਨੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਬੰਦਿਆਂ ਤੇ ਇਕਵਾਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਦੇਖੋ ਬਈ ਨਾ ਤਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਕਦੇ satsang ਵਿੱਚ ਗਿਆ ਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਸੰਤ ਦੇਖੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਕੈਸੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ 18 ਸਾਲ ਹੋ ਗਏ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਪੜ ਪੜਾਈ ਕਰਦੇ ਨੂੰ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਚੀਜ਼ ਹਾਸਲ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਈ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਜੋ ਅਨੁਭਵ ਹੋਇਆ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਨੇ ਆ ਕੇ ਉਹਦੀ ਸੰਭਾਲ ਕੀਤੀ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਕਿਹਾ ਗਿਆ ਸੋ ਇਹ ਤਾਂ ਇੱਕ ਮਾਮੂਲੀ ਜੀ ਘਟਨਾ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਮਹਿਮਾ ਇਸ ਤੋਂ ਵੀ ਉੱਪਰ ਹੈ This is a matter of very good karmas very good fortune it is not within the reach of any soul to go to the master himself until unless the master himself showers his grace no one can can come to the master what can we say in the praise of the glory of the master how can we describe the protection of the master which he extends to his disciples once master savan singh went to some village to do the satsang over there someone some satsang is some initiate was sick and he was dying so master savan singh told his parties by bouncing and the other one other party to go and see that dear one that dear initiate and see whether the master comes to protect his soul or not because that dear one was on his deathbed so the parties of baba savan singh went there and they saw over there how master savan singh had come how the masters had come to protect his soul so they came back and they reported to master savan singh about the protection of the master a similar incident has happened in our village in 16 ps 
there is a dear one who has recently left the body he had been seeing me for the last 25 or 26 years even before when I was giving the initiation he used to come to me but I never gave him the initiation earlier because I was not giving initiation to anyone but he continued coming to see me later on when I met with beloved Lord Kirpal he also heard the satsangs and he got the desire to get the initiation and Master Kripal Singh graciously gave him the initiation. He became very devoted disciple, he was a good meditator. Just few days before he left the body, he came to me in my ashram and he told me that how he was feeling the yearning to see me from his within. He brought with him his grandson and he told me that how he was feeling detached from the world and how he was feeling sad in respect to the world because in his within his path was clear the path was open to him in his within and he was seeing everything clear and he did not have any attachment he did not have any worries about the world and about his things and he was completely detached from the outside world and he was seeing everything very clear in his within but he had a worry he said that I am worried that if I fall, if I fall sick my family members are going to drag me to the hospitals and in that way they will cause the sufferings to me and I don't want that because I am not worried about the world. I am completely detached from the outside world. And in my within I am sure that the master is there and I am seeing him and he will take care of me. So when he told me about his worry of him being dragged into the hospitals in case he would fall sick, I told him that dear one, what can I do in this? How can I help you? I can call your family members and tell them that they should not take you to the hospitals in case you become sick because you are now well protected by the master and you have seen that with your own eyes. So I sent the message to his family members but nobody came. So I was not able to tell them that they should not take him to the hospital. So the same day when he had come to see me, in the evening he got the paralytic attack. He has a surgeon, a doctor, who is a very known surgeon in Punjab. So he was called and the family members tried every possible thing to bring him back into the life so that he could say something. But that didn't happen and he left the body. Just before he left the body, there was there is a bhai, a priest of the Gurdwara in, of our village. He was given the job of taking care of him for the last two days. He was still in the body. That priest has never seen me, he has never come to the ashram and you know that the priests of the Gurdwaras, they are always against the teachings of the Santmar. So he was also like that and he has been doing this job of being a priest for the last 18 years. Since he was somehow connected, related to that family, he was given the job of taking care of that person, that initiate who was dying. He got this experience that how Master Kripal had come and he had told him, told that initiate, that Atma Singh, that was the name of the dear one, that you get ready, I have come to take you. That priest of the Gurdwara saw all this with his own eyes, even though he had never seen Master Kirpal Singh before, he had never seen me before, he had never come to the ashram before, and he was totally against the path and everything, and he was the orthodox priest of the Gurdwara. Just last Sunday, when they completed the funeral rites of the dear one, that priest could not control himself, and when he saw the other people weeping, he stood up and in front of five or six hundred people he said that why are you weeping for him? I have seen with my own eyes that his master came to take care of his soul and he took and he has gone with his master. So why do you weep? And he said that I have never known his master, I have not seen the Dera, I have not gone to the to Sanji and I don't know anything about them. But I have seen with my own eyes this experience which I did not get as the result of reading this holy 
book for the last 18 years, but I have seen this with my own eye, that how the saints, how the masters protect their disciples. So there is a lot more we can talk about in this context, in this subject of praising the master, in the glory of the master. But the best way to understand the glory of the master is by going in the within. So Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj ne bade pyaar na san. Guru pyaar da shabd sunaya hai. Sada hi farj banda hai. Pyaar da jeevan vich es nu taran kariye. So Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj lovingly made us hear this hymn which was full of the love for the Master. It becomes our responsibility to live up to what Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj has taught so that we may also make our lives successful. Closing bhajan is on page 114. Satguru Sacha Kirpal Datariya. Holding the arm of the disciple who was being pulled away, the true Satguru, Kirpal the giver, liberated him. The honorless soul wanders to door after door. She gets no support. I am exhausted doing all the rites and rituals but have not got any beloved. O oh, dear ones, my life was burning. After coming, he cooled me down. Your soul has separated from you. You yourself make us understand. Whether I am good or bad, make me one with you now. O oh, giver, we cannot bear the separation from you. The negative power has spread a difficult trap. No one goes from this world escaping from it. Those who have got the master, he makes them free. He liberated our boat, which was being pulled away in the ocean of life. Many saintly guests have come, but I did not get any knower of the heart. Everyone sang about God with their lips, but no one gave coolness to the soul. O Ajayb, who was there to consider you except Kripal? Holding the arm of the disciple who was being pulled away, the true Satguru, Kripal the giver, liberated him. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 114. Satguru Satcha Kirpal Dhatariya Rudhiya Janda Sevaka Rudia Janda Sevakaya Ke Baho Fadatariya Satguru Satcha Satguru Satcha Kirpaladatariya Rudia Janda Sevaka Rudia Janda Sevakaya Ke Baho Fadataria Sateguru Sacha Jindanimani Bateke Dada Dada Mile Nakoi Sahara 
Karmakanda sabakara karahari miliyana koi piyara Jindanimani batake dar dar milena koi sahara Karmakanda sabakara karahari miliyana koi piyara Sardi meri jindari niyadiyo ake menu tariya Sat guru sacha Sat guru sacha kirpaladatariya Vriya chanda sevaka Rudiya Chanda Sevakyake Baho Fadatariya Satguru Sacha Teto Vichudi Atma Teri Apehi Samajale Changi Haya Madi Hahun Hapne Vichamilale Teto vichadi atma teri ape hi samajale Changi haya madi hahun apne vichamilale Tera vichoda sato data javena sahariya Satguru sacha Satguru sacha kirpal dhariya Ruriya chanda sevaka Ruriya chanda sevakya ke pao fadatariya Satguru sacha Kalne chal vichaya dada pachke na koi jave Satcha guru jinnanu miliya eto ana chudave Kalne chal vichaya dada pachke na koi jave Sacha Guru Jinanu Miriya Eto Anachudave Pavasakar Vichabeda Sada Rudiya Chandatariya Sate Guru Sacha Sate Guru Sacha Rudiya Chanda Sevaka Rudiya Chanda Sevaka Ake Baho Guru Sacha Santa Parone Aipatere Koi Miliana Dildajani Tand atma kise napai gondere jubani 
Santa Parone, ai batere, coi miliana del dajani, tande atma kise napai, condere hejubani, ajai bakirpala bina konasivicharia, sate guru sacha. Sat Guru Sacha Kirpaladhariya Rudiya Janda Sevaka Rudiya Janda Sevaka Yake the arm of the disciple <coughs> who is being pulled away the true Satguru Kripal the giver liberated him may God bless us all <coughs>